Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a great show planned for you. We're going to be continuing our series, Out with the Old and In with the New. If you would like to have input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. Or if you're listening tonight and you would like to interact with our Facebook page, just go to At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook. We love to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. We'll be back. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault. The Haven provides services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment for medical, law enforcement, or criminal justice. They provide legal advocacy, individual counseling, and The Haven is active in public education, prevention, and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs. Speak up about the abuse. Educate yourself and others. Help a friend in need and set an example. For more information on how you can help, call The Haven at 325-597-7644. Together, we can end domestic violence and sexual assault. Well, welcome back. This is Thoughts from Home. There are no guarantees in life. You cannot control the way a person acts or thinks, and you have no power over the inevitable. We cannot change our past, but we can direct our future. The compass for directing our future is our attitude. I love what this quote by Charles Wendell says. I am convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% of how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. An individual who has the openness, honesty, and subtlety to perceive the nuances of their attitude in each moment and the concentration necessary to make corrections necessary is truly an unlimited person. For it is our attitude which determines the reality we live in and the opportunities and experiences we are available to. 
Two individuals can be in the pouring rain while one is having the time of their life and the other is soaked, cold, in essence, miserable. The difference is not the environment, but in their perception of the environment, and that is where attitude comes in. The reason why attitude is an excellent focal point of our attention is because our attitude is what gives us direct insight into our thoughts, beliefs, and emotions in each moment. If we are habitually depressed or angry or hopeless, a time will come when this feels normal. And when we maintain these feelings for a long enough time, we won't realize our emotional state until we have felt the opposite. For example, we won't realize how bored or listless we are until we have felt radical enthusiasm and inspiration. Or we won't realize how empty we have been until we felt love. Therefore, only by the experience of a new way of being can we see how we are and how we've been. This new experience of being is literally a shift in attitude, a shift in perception, and a shift in feeling. If we can pay attention to our attitude and become aware enough to identify the nuances of our attitude, then we can discover the limitations of our beliefs, thoughts, and emotions which may have become so habitual that we may not even notice their detrimental effects and the ways in which they limit us. I have found in my life that the key to learning and growth is always consistency. Consistency in our actions and, most importantly, in what we focus our attention on, specifically our attitude. Because it is our attitude which determines our reality and one of the most efficient ways to reprogram our subconscious minds and bring about change in our lives is to make and maintain a shift in our attitude. Our beliefs ultimately determine our attitude and perception of the reality around us. And the only way to maintain a good attitude is through a consistent and diligent practice, the power of commitment. We must literally practice new attitudes, new perspectives, and new ways of feeling. I'm not talking about artificially creating or adopting attitudes because we have already done that. That is what much of our personality is and precisely what our ego is. The importance of attitude is that it is the basis for everything in our lives. Our attitude determines how we react to adversity, our ability to grow and to learn, our ability to overcome challenges, and create bonds with others. Changing our attitude is not an event, but a continuous process. You don't have to change all at once. Instead, just make those most relevant attitude shifts to you in your daily life and reinforce them consistently until they become a new attitude. If it is the most relevant way for you in this moment to get in shape, then create an exercise routine and follow it daily while consciously changing your attitude towards yourself and even your attitude towards hard work, physical exertion, commitment, and discipline. Notice when you unconsciously adopt the attitude of being overwhelmed or doubting your intelligence or perceiving as if your memory is poor when you are learning something new or when you adopt the attitude of, I can't. In these moments, take a second and concentrate with everything that you have on a feeling differently about what you're facing, whatever it may be. It could be self-doubt or an uncontrollable nervousness about talking to someone new. Remember a time when you felt confident and assumed that you're feeling in the body in this instant. When you change how you feel with confronted with these circumstances, you are changing your attitude. And eventually, with diligent practice and repetition, these new feelings and your attitude, which you have conditioned yourself to feel, will be your new response to similar circumstances in the future. But at very least, you will have the ability to change your feelings and your attitude consciously.
In essence, there is a lot of major and truly subtle shifts that we can make regarding our relationship to everything. Our attitude towards financial wealth, for example, is another important one. Our attitude towards adversity, towards challenges, towards hard work, towards learning from within, towards successes, towards self-reliance and independence, towards our freedom, towards our dreams and towards people you disagree with, towards people you don't like, towards parts of yourself you don't like, and on and on and on. And as it is our attitudes towards all things in our lives which determine our reality. This is the importance of attitude. Your attitude towards financial health is what determines your financial wealth, not necessarily a monetary wealth, but rather peace and how you deal with money. Your attitude towards success or towards love is what determines your success and determines the love you feel. And it is my conviction that changing your attitude is a practice at the heart, not only at personal growth, but right alongside self-discipline. For it is our attitude towards the life that we have in general which determines the life that we will have. You cannot control what is currently happening to you in your life, but what you can control is your attitude towards what is going on in your life at this time. By shifting our attitude, you also shift your perspective and change what you attract into your life. This is the importance of attitude. Your temperament, the way you were born, and your personality, which is groomed by your environment and experiences, they need to be in check. Temperament and personality quirks need to be analyzed and adjusted in order to have a positive attitude and a positive way of dealing with whatever comes our way in life. It is really not about our past or current circumstances or failures or successes, how much money we have or we don't have, educated or not. Attitudes is the key to success. We have the key in our hands to unlock the door to happiness. In your home, what key are you using? And what door is being opened? And much more than that, what room have you decided to live in? The one of positivity or the one of doubt, fear, and pessimism? This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back. For news, local events, obituaries, Tradio, and the Trading Post, visit us online at canielradio.com. And now available, canielradio.com daily news, a free daily e-newsletter, news headlines, local events, sports, and obituaries delivered to your email inbox each morning. You can sign up to receive the canielradio.com daily news on the canielradio.com homepage, canielradio.com. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we're continuing our series on Out with the Old and In with the New. Last week, we discussed mindset, and tonight we're going to continue on with talking about attitude and the importance of understanding just how important our attitude is to having a successful home, family, and relationships. And joining me tonight on the program is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule. Good Hello. evening, Rudy. Good evening, Miss Debbie. How are you? Well, I'm wonderful. Talking about a uh, topic that I um, 
have had to learn myself, just like、uh, a lot of other people, that your attitude has a lot to do with your successes or failures in life. Well, that's so true, and maybe the hardest first thing to learn is you have a lot to say about your attitude.、Yeah. That's that's the part that most people don't understand is that、uh, we have the、uh, choice to either have a good attitude or a bad attitude. Uh, it takes work and it takes a conscious effort to control our emotions and things that are attached to our attitude. But once we realize that we have some stinking thinking going on, then we can make some changes. And sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes、um, we have to be, you know, told by others.、Uh, sometimes we realize it through experiences. Sometimes we just realize it,、uh, and sometimes we just are tired of being miserable. So,、uh, whatever the case may be, realizing that your attitude is not being productive and that it's not helping you with success, it's actually being destructive. Then you have、uh, the mindset and the ability to change the way you're thinking. That's so true. And I was just, you know, there's so many directions to go here. But one thing I wanted to say:、uh, a lot of times, parents don't know how to teach their children about. Choosing what kind of attitude they want to have because they weren't taught. So we really need to be shown, mentored, and taught that we can make a decision about having a good attitude or a bad attitude. Just keep it that simple. I'm going to have a good attitude about this. I was thinking about serving in the military as a new person. I heard a lot of old guys that would talk to new guys and say, "You got a bad attitude." And you know you're in a new environment, and maybe you don't like it, and you're not adapting real well. But once you get your mind right, that's、mm -hmm. kind of a funny way to say it.、Mm -hmm. But once you get your mind right, then you say, you know, I'm here. And when you're in the military, you can't get out. So get your mind right, get a good attitude, make the best of the situation.、Mm -hmm. And、uh, from experience, I'll tell you, an attitude adjustment. Really makes a huge difference. If you're working at a job and you don't like it, well, have a good attitude about it until you can get a different job. If you've got a boss you don't like, have a good. And I've heard this from people that have、uh, finished careers and said, you know, I have had good bosses and bad bosses. And you know, if you get a bad boss, you just wait till he moves on or she moves on. Or if you have a good boss, you know, someday they're going to move on. And so you just roll with it. You roll with it and decide you're going to have a good attitude, and that's what you can control.、Mm -hmm. You know, and and talking about, I think that's a great example of you know I have a bad boss or I have a good boss.、Uh, you know what what determines whether or not they're a good boss or a bad boss. You know, is really your attitude. When you start telling yourself, you know that they are a good boss. I'm thankful for my job. I've got a place to go. I've got employment, gainful employment. They're paying me for doing. They're、this. paying me for doing a job. You know, we don't understand sometimes why people act the way they act, or why they react the way they do, or why they have the policies and procedures that they do. But usually, there's a reason, and it's、uh, looking beyond ourselves and seeing that there's a bigger picture. And sometimes we have to understand that people that we work for, or people that we're in relationship with, there's more going on than just us. And I think that's where we can enlighten ourselves when we say, you know, maybe I can change my thoughts about this or my emotions about this because it's not just all about me. It, there's a lot more to it than just that. 
And if you start appreciating a person that you work for or a person that you're in relationship with and showing that appreciation and that value and changing your thought process and your attitude towards them and about them, then you will start feeling differently yourself. I'm a firm believer in that. You know, that is a very good point you make. Uh, I had a teacher that used to just look for me because she knew I was getting in trouble. She wasn't my homeroom teacher. I didn't have her for any classes, but when we went out to recess, she would see us coming in, and I'd always be doing something, and she would just wait for me. And I thought, boy, it's going to be a long year with this teacher. Mm -hmm. And even as a kid that age, I think it was fourth grade, I thought, I've got to change this. So I came in and said, hi, Mrs., whatever her name was, and I was happy and bubbly and nice and friendly. And it changed her whole attitude towards me. And so what you, what you say makes a very good point. Now, there are some bad bosses that are just bad. Mm -hmm. But even when you have a bad boss, have a better attitude. Try to get them promoted. Mm -hmm. I used to tell my new bosses, I'm going to do everything you need done to get you a promotion and get you out of here. <laughs> you out of here. And you tell them that straight to their face. What do they want to hear? Mm -hmm. They want to hear that somebody's going to help them get a promotion. Mm -hmm. So. Well, a lot of times when we're dealing with difficult people or people that push our buttons, uh, a, a lot can be um, made better in just our attitude towards them and our response towards them. Like you, you know, shared your response towards your teacher or response towards your boss. Uh, when we are positive, when we bring um, a um, a happier tone to it when we bring vision or when we're concerned for them or when we're caring for them, when we value them, when we show that, then it sometimes changes their attitude. Absolutely. A lot of times people react the way they are. They, they're reacting out of um, insecurities or they're reacting out of um, whatever might be going on in their life at the time or whatever pressures they're under. And some, that's what I was saying. Sometimes it's not all about us. It's about a bigger picture, about more than what's going on. But in a relationship, you know, somebody's got to be the adult. Somebody's got to say, okay, stop, wait a minute. This has gone far enough. We're not getting anywhere. We're not being constructive. We're being destructive. And that's when you can start changing what we talked about last week, your mindset. You know, mindsets are things that are deeply rooted in us. It's not just the way you think in a moment or think today. It's the way you've been taught to think. It's the way you think because of things you've experienced. It's something a little bit deeper. Um, than just a fleeing, fleeting thought, not just the way you think. Um, and so mindsets sometimes are really hard to break uh, because it's the way you were raised or it's things you were exposed to, things you experienced uh, that creates that mindset in you. And so attitude is kind of attached to that as well. Our attitudes are sometimes based on what's happened to us or uh, what we have or what we don't have, or, you know, did we have a nurturing in, uh, environment when we were growing up, or did we feel abandoned, or, you know, how did we feel? And that is a direct result of someone that has insecurities and has an attitude of maybe they're easily offended or they are very insecure. Uh, so we have to look beyond just ourselves sometimes, and sometimes we have to look within ourselves to figure out 
where is this bad attitude coming from? Is it just coming from my circumstance today? Or is it a lifestyle that I've had all my life of just being negative? Well, you know, that's a lot of looking around. Uh, joking, <laughs> jokingly, but um, you really got to look in. It, it is very uh, accurate assessment, and it's being sensitive to the needs of others and caring about the needs of others, how you impact them, and how they see you. My older brother, six five. He's always been a big guy. He was big in his class, and you know, six five is pretty good size even today with mm-hmm. all the big mm-hmm. folks we've got running around. But I would see him you know, walk into a room and there's people that just choose to be intimidated. Well, here's Mm -hmm. this big guy and I'm intimidated, so I'm going to go up and start a problem with him. And so my brother just got really meek. You know, he wasn't a Mm -hmm. troublemaker or looking for a problem and he would kind of withdraw. And uh, so I've visited with him about this and other people about, you know, you take some big guy like that and he walks into a room and maybe he's just the nicest old boy you could ever hope to meet. And there's somebody in there that feels intimidated and they've got to cause a problem. Mm-hmm. And if you, if some people are listening right now and going, ah, I see now what he's talking about because maybe they're that person. Why are people always starting stuff with me? Well, they've chosen to be intimidated. You didn't do anything to intimidate. I had this one guy go to a supervisor one time. We were having a disagreement, and he says to our supervisor, I refuse to be intimidated. And our supervisor looked at me and said, what does he mean by that? And I said, I have no idea, as I wasn't trying to intimidate him. I wasn't threatening him. You know, and when people are intimidated, and if you're the person that feels intimidated, why do you feel that way? And so I think what you said is very accurate. You've got to look within yourself, Mm -hmm. and you've also got to look outside of yourself and see how other people are feeling and why. Mm -hmm. Why why do you react that way to me? I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. not trying to get that kind of reaction from you. Let's communicate. Let's talk. Mm -hmm. What are you feeling? Let's, you know, and so... Talking and communication is key Mm -hmm. to attitudes sometimes. Well, and a lot of uh, the way we react a lot of times is based on past experiences and things that we've experienced and things that have happened to us. Uh, And so sometimes people are just reactors. And some people are people that put fuel on the fire and they continue to react or they're, you know, pot stirrers or, you know, whatever it might be. But the thing is, is don't get... In the middle of that, don't get involved in that. That's uh, what we call drama, and you don't want to be in that. You want to maintain a positive attitude and stand up for what is right. But you know, being positive is not just walking around with a smile on your face all the time and acting like you're on some kind of happy drug and nothing ever affects you and you have no emotions except for, you know, happy, happy, happy. Attitude is much deeper than just an emotion. It's not just an emotion. Basically, what it is, is it's taking control of your emotions and making choices that are constructive rather than destructive. So, you know, I'm, I'm really not happy right now. I'm really angry about what's going on. And I'm going to, you know, process that. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to look at the best in the situation. Um, If I need to talk to that person, I'm going to think of a constructive way to sit down and talk to that person in a uh, constructive way. You know, things that we 
react immediately, we should stop and think for a minute because attitude is um, something that we learn to consciously control. And that's where we fail is when we don't control the attitude and we don't work it through. We don't process it. We don't give it time. We just react. And some people are pressure cookers and some people are firecrackers that go off constantly. Some people are dynamite. And some people are duds and they don't react at all. But, you know. um, Well, I'm thinking of your favorite line from your favorite movie. I'm not going to think about that today. I'll think about that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad philosophy. And if there are uh, any anybody out there wondering where that came from, that came from um, the movie Gone with the Wind, uh, where Scarlett says, you know, her famous line was, I, I'm not going to think about that today. I'll think about that tomorrow. Yes. And, you know, a lot of times things will just take care of itself. If you will just let it Well, that's also another way of saying sleep on it, you know, instead of being a psycho and trying to manipulate everything, flying by the seat of your pants, step back, take a deep breath, Mm -hmm. let it, let the dust settle and Mm -hmm. give it some time to kind of mull around. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so, so many people tell stories about how they slept on it, went to sleep thinking about something, and they woke up in the middle of the night with an answer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can't think of that ever happening to me, but I'm hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> I try not yeah. to overreact and you know, let you... things, you know, mull when, around. When you allow things to just kind of set for a minute, it gives you an opportunity to um, respond in a healthier way than to just react. And that's not the only part of attitude is reacting. I mean, people um, that have a um, half full attitude, you know, half full glasses, half full attitude, uh, or... um, They're content, and people that have a half empty attitude are never happy. That's right. And being content doesn't mean you don't strive for more. It means you look at your situation and you say, you know what, I'm content where I am, but mm-hmm. I do have a desire mm-hmm. to work hard and get more, but mm-hmm. I'm content. Mm-hmm. And a feeling of contentment is a wonderful feeling. Well, it's peace. Yes. It's peace that you feel. And, um, you know, that's what a positive attitude can bring. Negative attitudes promote fear and they are narrowing of the focus of the mind. And, you know, positive attitudes do the opposite. And, um, you know, we when we are negative, we are constantly living in a state of fight or flight. You know, the body is always reacting and we weren't created that way. You know, our body can only handle so much stress. And people wonder where you yeah, out. People wonder, and other people too. And you wonder, you know, why am I so stressed out? Why am I so tired? Why am I so exhausted? Uh, a poor attitude will affect you physically. It affects you mentally. It affects you in a lot of ways. And so, attitude adjustments can really help you to just be successful in every area of your life. Looking at things differently, uh, learning to not react, but to think about things and then respond. You know, there's a reactor and there's a responder. And the reactor usually regrets it. And the responder usually is 
you know, pretty careful about how they respond to a situation. And that's something that we have to teach ourselves. We have to learn discipline and we have to, sometimes that comes with maturity. Sometimes that never comes until we learn a discipline to teach ourselves to do that. But, you know, positive attitudes, I guess what I'm saying, and I want to leave this before we go to the second half, is that positive attitudes a lot of times can come from people that just have a personality where they're just naturally positive. But positive attitudes can be in everybody, whether that's something that comes naturally to you if you're just an optimistic person, even if you are the most negative person that there ever was created, you can turn your life around and you can learn to have a positive attitude in life. And really and truly, that will... um, it will change your life. And you can do that. What and we're you telling you tonight is you can actually do that. Mm-hmm. And some people are sour people. Mm-hmm. Some people mm-hmm. are negative people. Some people are whiners and complainers. And, you know, you don't even attract other whiners and complainers. Nobody wants to be around that. Everybody's so fighting for who's going to complain the if most. If you'll stop it. And you said something earlier about, you know, don't be act, don't don't act like you're on a happy pill. You know, this isn't an act. This is a real mm-hmm. feeling, a decision. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a good, positive attitude. Things yeah. are going to get better. My best is yet to come. Mm-hmm. These kind of mantras, these kinds of things to repeat over and over in your mind, these kind of things to focus on. And then you read positive things and you study positive things and you listen to positive things and you be around positive people and you work your way out of the dumps up into the sunlight and mm-hmm. and you get freedom and you yeah. get happy and you start thinking I'm going to continue to do this because it really makes me feel good. Well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back for the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule, where we're continuing our series on Out with the Old and In with the New. Tonight, we're talking about your attitude. Stay with us. We've got a lot more to come right here on At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. We'll be back. You can now hear the rebroadcast of some of your favorite live programs on KNEL Podcast. KNEL has a variety of podcasts to choose from, including news, sports, talk radio, faith, and inspiration. For a list of KNEL podcasts, visit KNEL Radio homepage and look for podcast. Click on the podcast of your choice and listen, download, and enjoy. KNEL Radio News, KNEL Sports, Hillbilly Hits, At Home with Debbie Rule, and The Network Live. KNEL making a difference with podcasts just for you. When you think of sinfully nice foods, what comes to mind? Cakes, pies, breads, and sweetbreads? Sinfully Nice Foods is not only sinfully delicious, but has made-to-order sugar-free and gluten-free products available as well. Sinfully Nice Foods is a new home business with baked goods that can be a special order for almost any party, event, or just because you want to be a little sinful yourself. Sinfully Nice Foods is certified with the Food Handlers Program and is ready to meet your needs for your baked goods. So the next time that you need a cake, pie, homemade breads, and rolls, give Cynthia a call at 325-456-7740. That's 325-456-7740. Sinfully Nice Foods, it will always leave you wanting more.
at Home with Debbie Rule, where tonight we are talking about your attitude. We're on a series out with the old and in with the new. Last week we talked about your mindset, and tonight we're continuing on with your attitude. Attitude has a lot to do with our success in life, in our home, in, in our families, in our relationships, uh, in every area of our life. The key to success is having a good and positive attitude. Uh, not based on your circumstances or the way you feel, but a conscious effort on choosing to be positive about things and waiting it through and uh, making good decisions rather than bad decisions. All of that affects your attitude and those that are around you. Yes, it does. And your attitude affects everyone around you. You just said that, but it's so true. (laughs) And what that means is you can be Debbie Downer, Mm-hmm. Or you can be Debbie Upper. Mm-hmm. You can uh, pull people out of a funk and make them happy to be around you and lighten the whole atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, let's talk about a little bit about how you do that. Somebody comes along and they they're have a negative or a downer attitude. You don't just act like, well, you shouldn't act that way. You encourage them. Mm-hmm. And tell me, you know, what, what you're thinking, what's going on. Hear them out. Let them vent. Mm-hmm. and then encourage them. Um, one point that you made before we went to the break at half was, uh, you know, talking about surrounding yourself with positive people. We're not uh, always going to be around positive people. Like you're saying, sometimes you're going to encounter someone that's just negative. Uh, and the best thing to do is just don't let that negativity get on you. Try to encourage them and quickly walk through it with them and then on away from them <laughs> because when we stay too long in negativity it's it just it's it just gets on us we it's very hard to be positive when you're around negative people all the time does that mean you avoid them completely no there are people in our lives that we have to have in relationship uh, with and we would rather them have a different attitude but maybe they don't Uh, that's not where you're going to draw your source. You know, if you surround yourself with more positive people than you do negative people, then you're going to be able to maintain your positivity. But if you are constantly around negative people, then you're probably going to have some of that negativity rub off on you. So, you know, there's an old saying called birds of a feather flock together. Uh, You know, that's, you know, that's just it right there in a nutshell. Uh, when we are surrounding ourselves with positive people, we have a better chance of being able to maintain being positive. Uh, when you have, you know, I, I was so um, blessed to see how our community has come together in, in lots of different situations, but especially during the COVID-19 um pandemic and all of the changes and different things that were coming together. You know, you just talk about people coming together and saying, you know, we're going to work on it together. We're going to make it through together. We're going to encourage one another and, you know, helping others that had lost jobs and, you know, all of the um, food distributors coming out and volunteers coming out and saying, you know, we're going to step up. We're going to help people that are in need and we're going to make it through. You know, this is being positive. This is having an attitude of, you know, together we can do this together together and we're going to make it. And if you ever needed to have a positive attitude, it's the past several months, uh, the last few months, especially of 2020, where you just didn't know where the future was going to be and where it was going to lie and if it was even going to be bright. But you can bring the brightness. That's that's the key here is that you can have an influence in your little sphere 
uh, and you can make things better just by being positive. Well, you certainly can. Being positive will always make things better. And we really want to emphasize, you know, be real. Don't put on a, a fake face or a facade. Be real and be a real positive person. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a psychological therapeutic approach called reality therapy that's very popular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, therapies like Freudian therapy and Adlerian therapy, they're based on a 20-year uh, relationship between a yeah. doctor and the patient. Yes. But reality therapy, they want to get you back Answer on the quick. right track in five <laughs> sessions. That's right. That's and right. the basic question is, what are you doing? And how's that working out for you? Mm-hmm. Well, I fight with my mother every day. Well, how's that working out for you? Well, it leaves me depressed and angry. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think is a solution for that? Mm-hmm. Stop fighting with my mother. Duh. <laughs> so you just solved your own problem. And a little bit deeper than that, how do I stop fighting with my mother? You know, that's the process there that you have to figure out. And, um, you know, we need to um, understand that... Um, You know, negativity a lot comes from just the drama that's in our life. A lot of people are drawn to drama. A lot of people can't be happy unless there's drama going on. Uh, And that's a, um, it's a, I I don't like to use this word dysfunction, but it is. It is a, it's a um, dysfunctional thing when you always have to have something stirring up. It's like your emotions have to continually be fed for you to be, Um, stimulated or something. I don't know. But people that are always wanting to live in the drama, um, you know, gossiping, create drama, creating drama, you know, back away from that. If this is your... your, Let's talk about that for just a moment because those people cause a lot of havoc, Mm -hmm. but they're stimulated by the drama. Yes. And that's a learned behavior. You don't, you're not born being a drama queen. No. That's a learned behavior. Maybe you had parents that were that way or relatives or an older sibling. And you need to look in the mirror and say, am I a drama queen? Am I the drama king? Am I the one causing all this drama with everybody? Mm-hmm. And stop doing it. Mm-hmm. You might think it's fun. Well, they have a whole segment on TV called drama. Yeah, well, that's entertainment. <laughs> in that's real life, TV. drama is not yeah. entertainment. It's yeah. destructive. Yeah. And you did that again is just looking within, looking at yourself and looking at how you react or respond, who you're around, what are you doing, you know, what are your relationships like? Are your relationships healthy? Are your relationships being based on healthy discussions and interactions? And are they constructive? Or are they destructive? Are they always tearing down yourself and others? You know, what are you doing in your relationships? And a lot of people don't ever evaluate that. They don't ever look at that. They wonder why they're miserable, but they don't look around at what they're involved in that's bringing that misery in. And, you know, and another thing is, is, you know, if, if that's you and you're always blaming someone else, it's time to take responsibility. It's time to take responsibility for your actions, for your thoughts, for your attitudes and say, you know, I can change this. It, the first step in taking responsibility is saying I was wrong. I need to change. I'm going to change. And that's really hard to do. It is those those sound very easy and very simple. But changing, it's like we talked about last week, you know, changing a mindset is like pulling this 
deep-rooted thing out of you, (laughs) you know, pulling something out of the ground, a deep-rooted tree or weed that's in the ground that you can hardly pull up. It's it's not simple. You know, we're we're talking like this is a simple process, but we understand it's not simple sometimes. Sometimes there are things that are deep-seated in our spirits and in our emotions and in our psyche that we need um, to process and to pull out. And, you know, you've got to keep weeding. You've got to keep pulling that out. And you've got to remain keeping that garden without those weeds, you know, the way I look at it. Because in the morning when you wake up, you never thought, you know, you thought, where did all those yellow flowers come from? I just pulled them up last night, you know, and they're back. Um, And that is the thing is that we have to be aware of the fact that things don't just go away overnight. We have to make a conscious effort to work on them daily maybe momentarily, you know, in some situations. All of these famous authors and speakers that talk about how to make positive changes in your life say the same thing. If you ever read their books or listen to their tapes or watch them on YouTube, they talk about writing down what you want to change Mm -hmm. so that you have it to refer to. Tape it to your mirror so you see it first thing in the morning. I'm Mm going to be positive today. Mm -hmm. I'm going to smile today. I'm going to speak nicely today. I'm going to compliment my boss today. I'm going to compliment my wife today. It could be the same thing. Mm -hmm. But a little joke there. You caught that? That didn't go over my head. You saw what I did with that? I saw. But you you know, it takes focus. Well, I can't be the person you're talking about. Yes, you can, but not with Mm -hmm. that attitude. Mm -hmm. I can be that person. Yes, you can. And this is how you... Here's the thing. You know, uh, and I I use this example a lot. You take a medical doctor. They're constantly reading journals and finding out what the newest procedures are and the newest uh, things in medicine. Lawyers are constantly reading the change in the law code and law cases. Uh, CPAs are constantly having to read the new uh, tax forms and the tax structure. These are professionals that have to have continuing education points every year because they've got to stay on the cutting edge. They Mm -hmm. put time and effort into it. They didn't finish their degree and never crack a book again. They read and study now more than they ever did in college. Mm -hmm. Well, When you look at your most important relationships, those with your parents, your spouse, your children, your employer, do we ever put any effort into learning how to have a good relationship? Do we learn how to communicate? Do we learn how to be a team player? No, we say, take me as I am. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it, you, you know, take this job and shove it. Well, that's not a very constructive or productive approach to living. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon you're not going to have anybody living life with you with an mm-hmm. attitude like that. That's right. So what I'm describing is me when we first met. And so I had to learn how to be a better person. And I didn't know how. I grew up without a dad. I grew up without any supervision. I got more supervision from the chief of police in my town than I did from my parents. And he was a good guy. I can talk about my principal in junior high, Mr. Jarbo. He used to give me attitude adjustment two or three times a week. And, you know, if we adjusted some of these young people today that way, I think they would be a lot happier going forward. But the way I changed was buy books at the bookstore from experts that knew what they were talking about and try to implement those strategies into my life. Mm -hmm. And it works. You Mm -hmm. can learn. 
I mean, I didn't know how to be a father. I didn't know how to be a dad. I didn't know how to be a husband. And mm -hmm. I've worked on all of those things to be better in mm -hmm. those areas. And, you know, I'll have to take a poll to see how well I did. But I promise you, I did a lot better after the studying than I would have without it. Making an effort and working at it pays off. It pays dividends. Mm -hmm. Well, the boss gives you an A+. Plus. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> For those that were listening earlier. Uh, you know, filling your mind with positive input. You're exactly right. You know, reading books, listening to podcasts, listening to uh, um lectures, people that are uh, speakers that are talking about specific topics. If you um, are doing some soul searching and you're reaching in there and you're saying, you know, I, I have this attitude problem. I know I do. I don't know where it's coming from. You know, go back and visit your past a little bit. Some of it may not be as um, uh, happy as you want to look at. It may not be something that you want to remember or walk through, but sometimes we have to revisit a few things in order to move forward to figure out where something is coming from. And reading books, talking to people, talking to counselors, uh, self-help books, you know, um, I love to read um, self-help books. Yeah. I mean, if you come to our ho our home, you will see that we have a million books. And people say, how could you Only have ever read? Uh, how could you have ever read all of those? I guarantee you that the majority of them have been read or they have been skimmed through with notes and highlights and, and picked apart. And, and another thing is, you know, you need to be careful what you read as well. Be careful that, you know, you can sift things apart. A lot of books are just people's opinions. Um, but it's good to hear more than one. A lot of books are psycho babble. Yes. That are dangerous. Yeah. And so you need to sift that out. You need to, you know, pull out the truths in there, pull out the things that are constructive. And then the other things that are maybe a little bit something that you're like, oh, that just doesn't set too well with me. Um, then just toss it away. It's okay. Um, you're not going to find any perfect thing. But when you begin to start studying and learning more about who you are and what makes you tick and um, the things that you need to change, you know, do it with more than just one opinion, you know, do a lot. Um, I'm not a, a person that likes to read fiction. I, I would I would rather just sit and study and research. And, and I, I love doing that. I know that some people don't. But um, but if, if you don't, this is a good time to sit down. You can down change and your attitude. You can change your attitude towards it because learning will help you to be a better person. So filling your mind with positive input, you know, controlling your language. I think this is another big one. The way that you talk about yourself, the way you talk about others, the way you talk about your circumstances, you know, these are all things that feed your mind and whatever's inside of you is coming out your mouth. So if you're thinking about these things constantly in your mind, then it's going to come out of your mouth negatively. So try to change, like we talked about last night or last week, your mindset and um, your attitudes and let that be positive that comes out of your mouth. Because what happens is um, when we talk so negatively, we just stay down in the gutter. And um, so you know, the way we talk is really, really important to the way we live. The things that you speak um, are very impactful on your life. You know, my dear sweet mother, I remember she would always use an opportunity, a teaching opportunity. And if we came across someone that was acting 
are exhibiting bad behavior, she would say, oh, honey, don't ever act like that. Mm-hmm. And that would give you a visual of how not to act. Mm-hmm. And I've carried that into my adult life. And whenever I see somebody that's acting in a way that I think, man, that's just terrible. I hope I don't act that way. Well, then I'll take a self-evaluation. And I'll, sometimes I see, boy, that guy looks just like me, the way he's acting. I've got to stop doing mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you see yourself in a negative way in others, man, that's a real wake up. And you get, mm-hmm. you just, ah, I can't believe I act like that. But so I've heard people say the exact same things I say. And I'm like, ooh, I'm never saying that again. Mm-hmm. That sounds terrible. Well, and a lot of times, sometimes we catch ourselves saying, you know, I'll never be like my mother. I'll never be like my father. And then the very things that are coming out of your mouth and the way that you're acting is exactly what you didn't want to be like in your parents. So and I got to so... say this since you said that. I got my two daughters T-shirts for Christmas that say, sometimes I open my mouth and my father comes out. <laughs> I took that as a positive it thing. Is. I took it that is. as, you know, not a negative thing, but as a positive. I'm learning. Sometimes, you that's know, right. my father comes out. I guess you could take that in a negative way and think, oh, that's not good. No, I that's meant it in out a right. positive way. Yes. You do find um, yourself sounding like your parents. Yes. But a lot of times it's the negative things. You know, the things that we say we're never going to be like, and then you look in the mirror and it's <laughs> I'm like, never gonna whoa. Treat my, I'm never going to say no to my children. You know, there I am. Um, but, you know, it's it's true. The way we think, the way we talk, the way we let that affect our attitudes towards ourselves and others, it's really, um, it really is tied to your attitude for sure. Um, being nice to other people. You talked about this last week, you know, doing other things for other people. Um, and it's it's been shown in studies um, uh, and it's been proven and they've been... Um, documenting in the Journal of Social Psychology that, you know, finding, doing something kind for someone has the same effect as trying new and exciting things when it comes to feeling happy. Being kind to someone is, brings happiness to you. Blessing someone blesses you. You know, volunteering, like you were talking about, you know, blesses other people. It will bless you. You know, if you just step out, um, doing, doing kind things, speaking kind This year's bell ringing is fresh on my mind, Mm -hmm. and I'm just thinking of this right now, so I don't know about previous years. We've been doing this for five years here in Brady, but this year, 100% of our bell ringers came to me and said, I feel so good after ringing bells. I want to sign up for more slots, and I'm certainly Mm going to do it again next Mm -hmm. year. Uh, You know, this 2020 was hard. Mm Mm-hmm. It was hard on our community. 2019 was hard on our community with Mm -hmm. the sand plants. And then 2020 comes along, and it's like, Mm -hmm. bam, bam. And these folks that rang bells this year felt like they were doing something good. And, you know, when we think about what can I do, I'm just one person. Well, you know what? Uh, You can do your part. That's right. You can do your part. And if you do your part... And the rest of the citizens of the community do their part. What a Mm -hmm. wonderful community we have. And we Mm -hmm. do have a wonderful community. We are so fortunate to live in Brady, Texas with Mm -hmm. the best people. I tell you, there's not better people anywhere. 
that is exactly right. And so when you're saying, you know, doing those things for other people, so don't rely on an outside source for your positivity, but carry it with you. You know, it's an attitude that's within you that needs to be learned and you need to be consciously aware of it. Don't let what goes on outside and around you affect you. Make that discipline and that choice that you're not going to do that and that you're going to carry that positive attitude with you. You know, one thing that always gets a bad rap is um, people that say creating a routine. You know, why do you need a routine? Why do you need a routine? Routine makes you happy. I mean, it's people don't know that, but they they will say, you know, well, what's wrong with that child? Well, that child maybe just needs some structure uh, and some routine and you a totally different child, you know, when you give them routine for the day. But we need to have flexibility. But we operate as our human nature is to have a plan and have a routine and to be structured in that way. And when we are, even those that say, I don't need it, I don't like it, when you get it, even a little bit of it, it does change your attitude. It will change. Let me give you an example of that, how important routine is. People struggle with change. Mm -hmm. Change to what? The routine. Mm -hmm. If you think, well, routine's not important, how do you feel about change? I bet you don't like it. Most Mm -hmm. people don't. And with all the change in the world, the person that embraces change is the person that's going to be out in front mm-hmm. and be called on to lead that change. Mm-hmm. Um, we already talked about this earlier, assuming responsibility and choosing your response, mm-hmm. you know, not putting the blame on anyone else and not complaining, but accepting your responsibility, making the changes that need to be made, uh, creating high points in each day and each way, week, you know, um, reward yourself Think about the positive things. You know, I love um, the fact that sometimes uh, some families will sit down to dinner at night and they'll say, you know, tell us the good things that happened today. What was your, you know, your high point of the day? What was the best part of your day? And you sit down and you let your kids talk about the best part of their day. And that comes back to a memory of, you know, this is what happened today and it was the best part of my day. Focusing on what's good and what you've experienced that's good so that you look forward to more experiences like that. Um, It just, it helps your psyche and it helps you to be able to maintain being positive. Um, Sometimes you just got to take a deep breath You know, we talked about that when we were talking about reacting. Um, And one thing that I really loved and I want to close with is um, making a mission statement and having personal goals. Um, You know, these last three things, making a mission statement, having personal goals, and remembering that no one owes you anything, that you are responsible, and that you are in control of your future and your attitude and the way you want to live your life. And we're going to talk more about these three things next week. Um, Making a mission statement, having personal goals, remembering that we're responsible. And I want to leave it with one thing that you and I were talking about this week um, and let our listeners kind of ponder on this this week. Uh, You said you have the life. Go ahead and share that. You have the life you want. What was that that you were sharing? That saying that uh, you're living the life you want to live. Yes. And when I first heard that, I thought, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. But I'm making all the decisions about my life, so who do I have to hold responsible? That's right. You are living the life you want to live. 
So we're going to talk more about that next week here on At Home with Debbie Rule as we continue our series with Out with the Old and In with the New. Last week was Mindset. Tonight we talked about Attitude. Both are going to be available and are available on our podcast at Home with Debbie Rule. Go to knlradio.com, click on the podcast icon, go to At Home with Debbie Rule. You'll be able to listen to a rebroadcast of our program from tonight and last week as well. We want to thank you so much for inviting us into your home tonight. We always love hearing from you and spending Sunday evening with you sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationships. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule. And I'm Rudy Rule. We'll see you next week right here at 6 p.m. on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Have a blessed week. Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Real on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Real for more insights on home, family, and relationships. Mm-hmm.